money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. That's good. You're looking lovely and Christmassy. I was wondering what you were going to say. I was wondering too. You could tell. I just kind of went, wait a minute. I got to make that up really quick. You're looking very Christmassy though. Thank you. Yes. It's December 23rd. I'm looking for some reciprocation. Oh, you're looking very lovely too. (laughs) Thank you. Sorry. Yes. Well, anyone who's listening to the radio show this morning or on the podcast can't see us. That's why I thought I'd start with the looking because I wanted to go right into... Go to the you YouTube. Can go to YouTube, and this this particular show, you might want to go to YouTube if you haven't been to YouTube or you you listen to the podcast. What just even if you just go to YouTube to see how Reb is dressed <laughs> and I'm dressed, it's really worth the 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 effort. This is the Christmas show. It is, well, and we, we have do. very special guests today. We do, we do, and uh, we are. Super. I mean, I'm super excited about Christmas, but I'm super excited about this show okay. that we get to share with our good friends, Ray and Arlene. And they are here to share some Christmas memories. And we're going to talk about, well, I don't think we're going to talk about money much. We'll see. Reb's being very cryptic today, <laughs> just, just to let you know. So I'm going okay, to. I'm super tired. Oh. So, like, oh, so it's not just I, mysterious. I, no, it's not mysterious. Yeah. Okay. It's fatigue. Okay. okay, it's fatigue. Yes. I read a meme this week that said that magic of Christmas, y'all remember, is all because of the women. And I'm like, yeah, because we try to orchestrate and work and do all these things in the month of December. So anyone listening, any woman out there listening, I shouldn't just, I know I'm making it a female no, thing, but female kudos thing. to you. Yes. And you'll get some rest eventually. So, eventually. and I'll speak to the men, all the men out there, um, <laughs> treat your women special and maybe make a meal for them and let them put their feet up this Christmas. Yes. That would be a really good I am not cooking over Christmas. That's my big announcement. Mm-hmm. So to the world. <laughs> My family, my, family has no, my family knows. I oh, told you. Yep. Okay. It's yeah. all planned. We have a number of cooks, so it, it's really not that <laughs> anyway, big a deal. This isn't about it is, me. It isn't so, about thank you for coming today. And Ray, of course, is from not. I always want to say not mine.ca, but that's the website yes, that yes, that yes. his Financial Discipleship Canada is. is not mine is affiliated with Financial Discipleship Canada, and Ray works for that organization. Good and day. we have not had him on so regularly in 2022, mm-hmm. but we're going to try and rectify that so that you come right. back every month yeah. in 2023. And that's great. And Arlene, we haven't heard from you for a year, but last year we had a great Christmas show with you. So if you want to go back and listen, you can go to my, not my.ca or chri.ca or more than enough.ca and find those. So it was great because we did a Christmas show with you last year Mm -hmm. because I really um, love how you do Christmas. Anyway, on with the show. So we're going to start with our favorite because this is so close to Christmas morning. I wanted to ask you guys what your favorite Christmas scriptures were. Um, I have scripture verses that are unrelated. Are you going to go first? I am because it's Hebrews 12 because... So I think I got have been convicted this Christmas season that there's so much 
there's so much emphasis on Santa and having peace and gift buying and being with family when the center for us as Christians is Christ. But it's not just about him being born. It's about him coming to die and to be resurrected. And I wanted to read Hebrews because this is the joy Jesus had. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. I just love, I've always loved those verses, but I, at Christmas now, as I think about him coming, I think about what he did and why he came. And for me, I don't think I, I, I need to be reminded as I see pictures or hear the stories of him at the manger, that it's because of the joy set before him that he endured the cross and scorned its shame and is now seated at the right hand of the father. And you go read the whole Hebrews 12 and it's, it's awesome. So you guys can go do that this Christmas season, but I know it's not a Christmas Eve verse, but I wanted to be reminded that this is, we're not just in the looking back at the advent of his first coming. We are in the advent of his second coming Mm -hmm. and we Mm -hmm. always are. And we are in the waiting. And as our, as your friend Stuart wrote in his book, that I've been reading, um, Advent Overture. It's it's this um, waiting for. It's like we're in the overture part of the orchestra. Just before the orchestra gets to its meat, we get this preliminary music, and we are in this preliminary time, waiting the second coming of Christ. And I don't want to forget that that that's part of why we celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. So yes, anyway, mm-hmm. anyway, saying sure. all of that, okay. <laughs> So who's next? I mean, we're going to share some of our favorite Christmas verses, right? That's so we're yeah. So so Arlene, women first. Okay, (laughs) all right. Um, Really wonderful to be here. Thank you, Rev and Dave, for inviting us. Uh, So one of my favorite verses is actually from Second Corinthians nine, verse fifteen, and it says, "Thanks be to God for His indescribable gift." And um, in a former day, I used to write Christmas cards. And in my Christmas <laughs> cards, <laughs> yes, I, one year I decided I'm done. And I don't, I don't, don't do it anymore. No, I just decided. Uh, but anyways, when I did do them, I would write, uh, that would be part of what I would write. I am thankful and let's be thankful for the gift, the indescribable gift of God's son to us. That's mm-hmm. oh, beautiful. And I think it, uh, uh, so at reason why, listen to what you said, it ties into what you have, that it's the gift of God coming as a baby, but also the gift that we have as believers, that we can look forward to the second coming, that he's coming to take us home, that when life and death, whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord and we mm-hmm. go to be with him. And then we also have the second coming where he is coming. And also, um, I read a blog the other day about the third coming where where Christ is actually with us and and yes. God with us, like yes. Emmanuel, God with us. He's with us here at present. He's with us in our families, in our daily life. And so there's a gift that God has given to us that is indescribable, that we can live and breathe, and He's present in our daily lives. And just that phrase we always say, He was and is and is to come. Yes. You know, that ties into our Advent celebration, I think. Yes. You know, he was. Yes. Mm-hmm. He came as a baby. He is present now by His yes. Spirit in us, and He is to come. And that's just really... 
it's just a really worthy, beautiful thing to celebrate at Christmas. So, yeah. How about you, Ray? What's, what do you well, got? Well, interesting that you had her go first, because mine is from Isaiah 7, 14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. God with us. I think that's just been a greater awareness for me, the incarnation. And as you're just talking about, that word incarnation has been kind of more spotlighted for me this year, God present, and that sense of waiting, waiting the whole Advent uh, season and waiting for his second coming. That's what we eagerly await. Even Yeah, I've just been really impressed with that, that this is, I've always known it's, a you know, we're waiting for his coming. But when you say it's the advent of his second coming, even there's just more impact for me when I, I read your friend Stuart. And, more, and more like Ray, you said anticipation, right? Like to me, waiting is like, you can do that in a couple ways, right? <laughs> you can, okay, I'm waiting. You're twiddling my thumbs or you can do the, Hey, I'm anticipating. I'm excited. And then there's kind of a halfway between where you're like, I'm anticipating, but I'm actually in the middle of doing stuff to prepare for the second coming, which I think uh, plays into what we've mm-hmm. been kind of talking about this three parts to the advent to the waiting is, is the middle part too. So, but I think we were given the question recently, like, how are we waiting? Mm-hmm. Right. So we anticipate, but even in this Christmas season, as we think about um, our favorite Christmas memories or our favorite scripture verses, like how, how are we present waiting this season? Like, is it just consumed with worry over money that we can't get what we want to get? We can't buy the gifts we, or we're just going ahead and buying the gifts, you know, or we feel that pressure. I mean, I joke about it for women, but there is a certain pressure and extra we feel if you're a working mom and your kids are in school and you're trying to get Christmas gifts and all that, you know, there's a certain pressure that Jesus never intended for this season, mm. right? Yeah. But um, it's just how are we present? How are we waiting? Um, and I really have appreciated that question because I have to ask myself that, you know, my own fatigue. How how am I coming to Christ? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yes. Um, okay. So, what is your favorite Christmas memory? Do you have one, like of a gift or a experience? You guys have that from your yeah. life. So I have, um, I, I had to thought, think about this question a long time. I would say one of my favorite Christmas memories right now is a present memory. And that was a couple of weeks ago, my little granddaughter, who's three, he came over and, um, she hadn't seen my Christmas decorations yet. And so, um, and Ray went downstairs with Theo. And so uh, I had a little Everly in my arms. And so we went from one of my nativity set to the next. And we, I said, do you want to see them? So we, we looked at each of them and, um, uh, and the little Jesus, we picked out Jesus and Mama Mary and Daddy Joseph. We went through, oh, I have a few nativity sets. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> That's all right. I, I, I yes. love them. Yeah. And uh, so that was really sweet. And then she would touch them and she'd look at me, is it breakable? I said, yes, it's breakable. This is for looking. So we did them all. And then the every end, she looked at me and she said, I have Jesus in my heart. Mm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So sweet. She did pray with my daughter a couple of weeks ago. Nice. She accepted Jesus in her heart. And so Beautiful. right now, that's my very present memory that mm. I'm treasuring in my heart. It was such a sweet little moment we had together. Right. Because nice. Jesus is the center. Yes, right? Jesus is yeah. the center. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Connected to Christmas. That's pretty fun. And what about you, Ray? Do you have one? Well, you know what? I I was thinking about it, and uh, 
Um, actually, Arlene and I were talking on the way over here. Um, mm-hmm. I asked a, a question just to trigger my memory again. But when I was a little boy, my dad made a barn, mm-hmm. a wooden barn that actually uh, was two levels. You open the doors and it had pens inside. And I, I think they must have given me, you know, plastic figurines back in those days. Um, and so it was big enough that as a little boy, I could crawl into it. No. <laughs> yes. yes. And so, um, you know, I played with it, um, but I, I lost track of it. Um, well, lo and behold, my sister, who took over the family farm, found it no. stuffed away in the attic on the fourth floor of the barn, and uh, she pulled it out again. And so she had my dad rework it again a few places and freshen it up with fresh paint and stuff. So we got to give it to our son again at that point. So he got to enjoy it as he was a little boy. And then when that season we passed it back to my sister who had two boys and they played with it. Now, we're not sure where it's ended up <laughs> at this point, but knowing my sister who's kept all the toys almost from her kids, I suspect it's still in her basement in her house. But to see it go from generation to generation, uh, that was what came back to me again. How um, I think it was, you know, was just striking for me how much my dad loved me to have made something um, even had windows in the in the second level and they had glass at one right. point. Wow. So just recognizing his handiwork in that. And he used to do that until I guess the last few years. He's ninety one now. So but he used to do a lot of Christmas crafts like that. Nice. So Well that's a good memory. So that's one you'll cherish. Mm-hmm. What about you? Well I'm kinda of wearing so if, uh, again, if you you're, can't you're see, wearing. I'm wearing my Christmas memory because this particular sweater that I'm wearing was um, knit by your mom, and I know that she didn't give us the the um, the sweaters at Christmas. I think it was when we got engaged that it she was, gave us the yeah. thing. But that was in November, so I still connect this particular sweater to Christmas, to the love of my life, which is you, right? Um, mm-hmm. But also to just how much. Um, your parents and my parents, but how much uh, love was sewn into this particular sweater because she made this sweater. Okay, you have to you have to go watch it, see it on YouTube because I have a matching sweater, mm-hmm. and oh. some and some times our kids roll their eyes at us so, uh, that we're matchy matchy. But it's over thirty years old now. Mm-hmm. For anyone who knits, yeah, it's. But it, my mother was knitting it before she knew we were engaged, so mm-hmm. she was privately freaking out inside because she hadn't knit my brother's uh, sweater ever and here she knit one for her daughter but her daughter's boyfriend and she's she kept saying to my dad like am i doing the right thing because like this is really like i don't know if they're gonna be together like that's just so when we came home in november and we we talked to dad you, you talked to my dad about us getting married and all of that the first thing she did was scoot to her bedroom and she came out with these sweaters mm-hmm. <laughs> beautiful and then my brothers never let her forget like live well, it down actually so i never let your brother every christmas she loved you more she, every christmas we would bring he'd bring the sweater home and wear it to the family gatherings just to rub it into my brother so it is a very so fun there, memory there's a lot of there, there's a lot invested in this sweater there's just so yeah, many right parts and layers yeah. to, to the memory and if you read my book this is not 
the sweater mm-hmm. that I'm talking about in my book. That's a you have to wear that one. I was going to say I thought that was, <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, the same one. That one yeah. was given away, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, we yeah, right. But yeah. I do have the anyway. That's okay. for another, okay. another time. But I um I was thinking I don't know what my favorite Christmas memory is. I'm like here I ask the questions. You guys can answer. I don't know. I have no idea. I I that's not true. I think one of the best things for me in the past and present, excuse me, like you said, um, uh, for the, like just a present memory is, um, because I have a full house and have had a full house for many years because I work and I homeschool and all that. Like this morning I was up, I woke up at five. I could go back to sleep. So I just went downstairs, plugged the Christmas tree and made myself a coffee. And I was quiet with Jesus. I think that is my, has become my most precious I mean, those are my most precious times of the day anyway, but in Advent, doing the Advent readings, considering the the life he, new life he breathes into his word for me, those are really precious. But I also have a memory from the past, and it would be Christmas Eve driving in the snow in Niagara, which then it was way more common to get snow in Niagara than it seems these days. But um, you see this snow falling and we dress up and we'd anticipate going to church and we'd have a literal candlelight service. Mm-hmm. And we had candles that we lit, not like LED candles, mm-hmm. you know, and and then we'd sing the hymns. And sometimes we would sing like Silent Night because I came from um a German language background in our Mennonite community, we'd sing it in German. And those are super um, precious memories to me, um, just of being with family and our small church community. So, yes. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So now we're going on, like, where do we go from here? Do we want to talk about money today? Well, my verse connects oh, yeah. to money. Okay. So okay. Go. I, I didn't even ask you. Oh, right. to introduce that. <laughs> I <know>. my, my <laughs> favorite verse. And I thought I'm going to just wait until this point. And, and it comes from Isaiah 55. And Reb, you do know this verse, which is um, my favorite verses. It's one they're not the, Christmas verses. They're not Christmas verses. <laughs> but um, what I was thinking about when we were, talking about what is our favorite Christmas verse. And right now I thought I have been really struck this year by the amount of, um, I'm going to say pressure, the amount of kind of marketing media. I don't think it's any more escalated than it has been in previous years, but I've just been noticing it more. And I've been seeing some of that pressure in, in conversations that I've had um, just and maybe it is because things are a little tighter uh, in terms of just regular and, and there's a lot of uncertainty. And this verse almost immediately came to mind when you said, what's your favorite Christmas verse? And I thought that's really strange, but it actually is my favorite. And it's from Isaiah 55. And it's the first couple of verses. And it says, come everyone who thirsts, come to the water. And he who has no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Here, come to me here that your soul may live. And uh, I wanted to connect. I got two. Okay, I got two verses because I wanted to connect. I've been really meditating on Christ when he says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So connecting those two thoughts and those two verses to go, hmm, if if I truly believe in this Christmas season as God 
comes and lives with us and is is with us. And then we take those words of Christ and and the words from Isaiah and we say, the food that we eat, the things that we need, the practical stuff is found in Jesus Christ coming to earth and is found in every word that comes from the mouth of God. And so those are kind of the verses that I, when you asked, Reb, what's our, we're going to share our favorite verse on the, on the Christmas show. I thought, well, this is where my brain is. So these are the two that I, that I thought, and it kind of connects to what you were, where you were going. What is my favorite or you know, how does that affect our finances? And, and um, you know, how do finances play into the Christmas memory? Um, I, uh, again, in this season for me, it's the, the joy of coming together with family and celebrating together. Um, and of course we do have lots of good things and lots of food and lots of things that we're celebrating together, but those were, um, those were all connected. Good. I did not know that was going to happen. I know. Surprise. I I know. I love those verses, but. Okay, so what about you guys? So I had sent you some questions and I had said, you know, how did, do you have financial memories or miracles or stories that, that tie finances and Christmas together? We have the same story. Okay. So I got to let Arlene share. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we compared notes on the way yeah, over. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, so one year we had lived in a house and our friends that were our neighbors had moved and we were really miss them and the new neighbors um new young man played a lot of darts on the living room wall and so we heard it in our our living room very clearly because he put hardwood floor in so i asked ray at the end of that christmas day what do you want for christmas and he says i want a new house i'm like what <laughs> oh because the the, 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 the darts yeah. while we'd be sitting in the living room and we'd hear thud, thud. So, and he would do it usually late at night. Every and evening. Was he underneath you or beside No, we, we had um, executive townhomes, oh, okay. town so the living room was on the second level. Oh. And our walls, his living room wall and our living room, adjoined each other. So, And so it just, you could hear the vibration through the wall. <laughs> <basically. laughs> so what happened? So um, then I said, okay, so we, we um, Ray spent three days working like a dog, like 24 hours work clean you know how you live in a house there's a lot of stuff that doesn't get done yeah he did it all in three days he repent he repainted he did all kinds of stuff we, well we had our realtor friend come in and she made some suggestions. yeah she made some suggestions and so ray worked so hard he couldn't do that at this age anymore but he <laughs> he was amazing and then um we put it on the market on a and then we looked around for houses and we found a house that we liked and um so okay we put that we looked at that and then um, we had a Sunday, the next Sunday. So this happened super fast. The next Sunday we had it's like January, January, second. like the first Sunday, January, second January. And uh, we had an open house and it was snowing and it was like a storm. A storm. A storm was like, who's going to come? Three people yeah. came. By Monday, we had an offer on our house. <laughs> and the house was sold. And the house was sold. Asking price. And so within a week, we had made a decision. We bought a new house and we'd sold the house we had. On the first week of January. Oh, the first oh week of January. Oh my goodness, that <laughs> is a bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how old were you? Like in the 20s or 30s? No, no, we no. were in our 40s. Oh my so goodness. Jayanna was 14 and John was 12. Oh my goodness. So that was. Wow. So, so it, wow. I mean, and then it's suddenly like, do we really do this? Did we just. <laughs> Was there ever any remorse that it, well, I, initially I, I was like, 
because we moved on to a st- we were living in a townhouse complex that we were suddenly on a street with a single home and uh it was like oh the traffic's very different and there were some things that we missed but a few years later in hindsight we realized how important it was that we had moved mm-hmm. interesting so my regret so my beloved karen <laughs> was my neighbor yes. and um I think that was my biggest regret because of their sorrow and our sorrow that we weren't neighbors anymore. So we've joked for years that in heaven, we're going to be neighbors again. (laughs) And um, we had a shared balcony on the second level. And so initially there was very clear boundaries, but as time would go on, we would visit back and forth across that. We would watch, we'd put the kids to bed, take the baby monitor and go and watch a movie together in their house. So we could do those kinds of things. So we became, even our dog would, creep between the balcony and open the door. She and knew how to open the screen Karen door always had in. treats there for her. Yeah, and yeah, those were the treats for her. I know that we have very few minutes left, but um, I am thinking like how precious a memory they are and family. And at this time of year, mm-hmm. as we head into our Christmas weekend, you know, some folks aren't with family. Mm-hmm. There's a lot mm-hmm. of brokenness. So mm-hmm. I realized even in, talk, in planning mm-hmm. for this show, we have a lot of privilege. Yeah, and and for those who are struggling, um, I do appreciate all the ministries and work in our city mm-hmm. and, and across our country even that are ministering to people so that there isn't loneliness. Mm-hmm. Um, but what a precious memory about Christmas, but yet about money and how God had it in his hand for you. And I guess that's one thing that we want to encourage this because this is the last, um, our last date when we've been recording this today. This is our last recording of 2023. Two, 2022. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, we're not. We are. <laughs> it's December 23rd. Okay. 2022. Yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself. So I'm just, I guess I'm just really thankful mm-hmm. at this Christmas season with all the privilege and all the provision that God has given us. And even as a nation, we have a lot of things that we're complaining about, but maybe. This weekend, we can reflect on the gift of Christ. Sure. Mm-hmm. And again, one of the big things, and, and we'll end with this thought that as we share here, this some of our Christmas memories, when I, you know, this is a gift. I mean, it is You're the a Christmas sweater for those of you yeah, who can't see Christmas you sweater. It. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. But the but the the gift that we have, whether it's time or talent or opportunity, uh, I mean, all of the stories that we shared are not uh, kind of us centered, but they expand out to the greater community. So maybe there's an opportunity that you get to to give something uh, that you that is a surprise, right? Mm-hmm. That or you aren't anticipating, and and so. Um, take that. I'm going to encourage you to take and that take opportunity. And take some of the scriptures that we talked about today and reflect on those. And mm-hmm. and, and the Lord will breathe new life mm-hmm. into them for you. And you can eat it in a new way. Ray, would you pray for us before sure. we? Father, thank you for our time together. Uh, thank you for everybody listening uh, today. Lord, we thank you for what it is that you're speaking to our hearts. And uh, Father, as we take time to reflect on your gift, the true gift to us, Lord, uh, Father, we don't think of the baby in the manger, but Father, we think of you, Emmanuel, God with us. Uh, and you reside within us as we welcome you and make room for you. But Father, we also recognize that we are awaiting Jesus for your return again, Lord. Mm-hmm. 
that Advent overture, Lord, Father, that there is a crescendo beginning to build, Father, to go into the fullness of what yet is in store. And so, Lord, let us wait, let us anticipate uh, with a, a stirring and a hunger, and uh, Father, would you give us greater understanding of that and the meaning of that in the depths of this Christmas, Lord. And we just say thank you. We just speak blessings over our listening audience and those viewing t- today, Lord. Um, Father, you would touch their lives and minister and speak to their hearts as well. And we just say thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rain. One more show of the year next oh, week. Oh, my goodness. It's a reflection from Dave and Rev, what we thought of the year. So if you really want to know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't so know join us next week we're gonna when say. we talk money. Right? <laughs> that's what we're going to say. And that's what we will be, be with you again next week. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.